Hey, everybody. What do you get when you mix one of Spider-Man's lamest members of the rogues gallery with... I don't know. Sorry, Spider-Man 3. everybody and welcome back to your new favorite show the more you nerd where we resume our conversations about venom and venom vember and yes it's going to be venom vember even as we get into venom simber you're just gonna have to deal with it as we talk about spider-man 3 the sam raimi production from 2007 oh but i need the george stacy to my uncle ben miles how are you oh you mean those two things that don't seem to be related to each other at all yes exactly this movie let's talk about it uh I, I, look i th- this this one was a struggle i we were talking before about star trek movies and the reason that that, that this sounds like it's not related but it is is i was talking about the last time i went through the star trek movies and skipped to rewatch Star Trek Nemesis because I was very curious if I was way too hard on the film when it came out. And it turns out I was not. Um, this, this is a tough one coming off of Thanksgiving after, after giving so much thanks and then the thankless job of, of watching uh, this movie. I, I was honestly, I was really looking forward to this because, you know, a, amongst our friends i i am accused of being an apologist for 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 notable movies or at least a contrarian to some but me i i like to think that i'm open-minded i revisit something and hey it's may not fit in what i wanted but it's not bad if i look at it this way like for example when we went back and watched batman and robin when i think about the camp of the 60s series it's honestly kind of fun it's still not a great movie, but like it's not the worst movie ever made. Yeah, and I saw that tag uh, even on the Wikipedia. I'm like, I'm sorry if you think that's the worst movie you, you've ever made. You've not seen enough movies, <laughs> um, because I have I have movies that I actively hate to watch, and I mean that one. It's like, yeah, this is not what I want, but like I can I can have a beer and like make commentary. I was raised by you know Crow and Tom Servo. I can I can have a good time. So. I I walked into this this challenge this week with really positive vibes, so much so that I actually watched the first two movies, which I hadn't done in a very long time, to kind of get myself, yeah, because you know, I stoked. I only saw this movie once in theaters, um, and this would have been in two thousand seven. I would would have would have graduated from college by the time this movie came out, which is wild. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um, I think there's a reason I hadn't seen it since then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one I hadn't seen since theaters either. And I remember being, I remember watching Spider-Man 2 before the first Amazing Spider-Man came out and being kind of lukewarm on it and hadn't revisited it since. 
went back and watched them and man those first two raimi movies especially that first one there is a classic style because it's trying to emulate the kind of ramita comics of the 60s and 70s that makes it feel kind of like richard donner's superman that it's trying to emulate this specific era of this character and it even though there's a lot of things that I dislike about its narrative and some of the characters, like it does, it nails that vibe so well that it makes the movie so charming. Speaking, speaking of Sony products, uh, I was really sick in college one time. Like, was it was like uh, it wasn't an illness? It was like it was like a communicable illness. It was just like something was going on, and like I had a, a I had something with my throat. Anyway, to make myself I had, feel I better, think I had something like that too. This one I had. Uh, the, there's a long story about this that's too gross to say on the podcast. Um, that involved a trip to the emergency room. Um, but me too. Uh, to make myself feel better, I bought a PSP because they were new at the time, and the PSP came with Spider-Man Two on UMD. Miles and I were talking mm-hmm. about UMDs yesterday. This yep. is very funny that they're coming up. Because you thought I was just being a little a little jokester, and I'm like, no, I I love the UMDs because they are such 80s anime technology i don't <laughs> care that they barely worked i love what they look like yeah um i also loved the cds that you had to put in the the tray to put to put mm-hmm. into the like the cartridge to put into the computer anyway uh but i didn't buy a game because i could only afford to buy the psp and not buy a game which was stupid uh but the psp came with the umd of spider-man 2 and i watched that movie while i was sick with that whatever i had with well i I was going through whatever i was going through like so many times on on your new game console (laughs) on my new game console that to be honest i barely played anything on the psp um but that's a that's a conversation for another day um we really should talk about this movie miles because this movie is what we're here to talk about. So we have been talking in Venom Vember so far about different iterations of the character. And so far we have seen the original comic run where we learned that not only does the symbiote uh, just kind of hang out, not on Peter half the time because he takes it off because it is still a costume for a portion of that, but it also doesn't really affect his emotions in the way that we see it uh, in later iterations it doesn't make him angry it just makes him stronger and more powerful um then we saw the animated series uh which the the three episode arc in the first season of the 90s animated series which is where so many of the later venom iteration stuff takes place uh that there's certainly this one certainly (laughs) this one uh, where the the suit does in fact alter Peter, it makes Peter more aggressive, basically. Uh, and and we t- we covered those two because you know one is the origin, and the cartoon was the origin for a lot of people's iter- you know a lot of people uh, saw the that cartoon as their first version of the Venom story. Uh, and we decided to cover this movie because this was a lot of people's first exposure to the Venom story. And to those people, I have to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had to watch that. Um, this we're trying to stay positive on the show, guys. This movie is just not. It's good. look, I'm I'm one of those people that let tries to find stuff. And with this one, it's a struggle. I'm not even being funny because I know it's easy to dunk on this movie. It's 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 become a bit of a joke. And I know there there was and I was that's what I was kind of hoping for. I was I thought I was going to get some like camp cult classic out of this. And because 
the internet has loved to use the the jazz club dancing scene for the last 20 years not just the jazz club dancing scene but the crying peter parker meme is also from this movie (laughs) yeah well well it's not just this movie there's like there's there's several of them in this in this franchise and um the one thing that i i benefited from in watching the first two is that there is something uh i think uh interesting in that uh this movie highlights, but it's certainly present in the other two movies, is that Peter sucks without the symbiote, dude. Like, he's awful anyway. Yeah, so this is this is the big problem that I saw, because... Why again, I disliked the Raimi films. I hadn't seen Spider... I, I did not rewatch Spider-Man 1 and 2, but I was watching this movie thinking, man, Peter is acting like a selfish jerk a lot. And I know that there were times in the the comic run, especially in the eighties where he was kind of a jerk to people. But this, this really felt like, Oh, did the symbiote attach to him early or did we just didn't see it? Uh, No, no, he's just, he's just kind of a jerk in this film. Yeah. He, he sucks. Like he fully sucks. And then like the symbiote gets a hold of him and he just sucks even more. He, he um, and his hair gets his hair turns black and gets emo. <laughs> yeah, he he does the he does the stylistic emo hair, which I know was a purposeful costume choice, which for whatever reason, um, although this uh, the, the prior soundtrack, and I don't know if this one did, had a lot of emo bands in Spider-Man 2. You had Yellow Card, you had Dashboard Confessional, like they were they were all up. I think Simple Plan had a song like that. That stuff was very much in the the oeuvre for for the Spider-Man uh, zeitgeist, but he also turns into like some hepcat from the twenties. Like I know he's in a jazz club, but like he's talking like this anyway. Yeah, and it's really weird. And well, what what is, like like what he says like give find us something with some space hot legs or something like that it's like what are you doing you weirdo oh yeah no he, he he really truly and fully sucks and um it it makes it hard i mean it's not the only thing but it, it certainly makes it hard to root for spider-man when like i understand part of that story is you know peter's supposed to act out of sorts but the problem is the way they've written peter and you know, I just said that this is one of the things I don't like about the Raimi movies. It's kind of what I always associated with them. But going back and watching the first two, yes, that's still a problem. But there's there's some great things about those first two movies. And none of that is present here. Um, part of the part of that is because Sam Raimi was uh, forced to put in Gwen Stacy and Venom. He he wanted to he wanted initially to be Harry Osborn and Sandman to talk to have a complete story about forgiveness and acceptance. And then he wanted a third villain and was going to do the vulture. I think they bandied about uh, John Malkovich. Would have been good. Um, would have been a good vulture. Would have been cool. Um, and I honestly would have been fine with that. I, I Raimi seems to like the old like Sinister Six style villains. And Aviarad was like, "Hey, look, we've let you play with the old guys. Like, choose a modern character." And the only modern real proper modern villain is venom that's just yeah. what he was saying and so, so he had to find a way to, to stick venom in this movie so let's, let's so so once again this this movie it, 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 uh, this movie suffers from having too many 
villains and not enough plot to support them all. It has been something yeah, that has so ha- the number of villains isn't even the problem. It's it, just that like the the story is the problem. It, it, it's something that has happened to a lot of these superhero movies where it's like, oh, you've got one big bad, but you need like the old Batman movies were a big thing where you had to have Two Face and the Riddler and Bane and Poison Ivy and all of these things at the same time. And it just it it I know those are two different movies, but whatever. Um also, I, I I have to be honest, of all of the classic Spider-Man villains, I don't I don't find the Sandman particularly compelling. Um, I think the story is like we've seen that story told so many times. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same story from the I mean, it's the same story from the comics. Obviously, I don't like his power set. I think the way his powers are used is inconsistent. Um, and I just I don't I don't know. Am I wrong here, Miles? Is the Sandman super cool and I'm just not seeing it? I there have been really good Sandman stories. I don't like I don't like them using him as uh, Uncle Ben's killer. That sucks. I hated that. Especially Uncle Uncle but killing Uncle Ben is a big whoopsie. Like that sucks. I mean, I like, like that better that than totally I, sucks. I like that better than him killing him in cold blood. But yes, it it. it it's no, up. but it's, it's still stupid. It's like it's they should have kept it. The random guy. Uh, it's it's just like I don't like the Joe Chill stuff. I like I like the the mugger being a faceless like villain. I, I like it being the problem of the city that the the hero vows to solve. That's what makes it cool to me. And I know some people disagree with that, and that's fine. Like you, you can you can have your Joe Chills, you can have your uh you can still just call him the mugger. Uh of Uncle Ben. Fine. I don't care. Um, but there have been some really compelling Sandman stories, a lot to do with his, his humanity, uh, and a lot to do with like, yes, his his family and the things that he cares about because he is a freak accident. Yes, he was stealing stuff because he was trying to get by. That stuff is uh part of the character yes he has been involved in supervillain plots and the sinister sticks and all that but like there's even a, a what we'll talk about uh next uh in a couple weeks when we talk about spider-man 2 the game like that's hinted at in in the opening fights where you're whether it's teaching you how to play the game of the boss fight with sandman there is there is something else going on and there's more to that character and that game ties into that very very well so that well, that element is there yeah, I, it's just it's it, and and I also I don't want to disrespect Thomas Hayden Church's performance because I think his performance as Salmon is he's such a good actor that they just they completely waste. I, I mean, he's one of the more passable performances in this movie. Um, well, and I I'll, I will say this: I think a lot of that has to do with the script. I'm I'm a big Topher Grace fan. Like I am a big Topher Grace fan, and he got dunked on for his performance in this movie. And I'm, I am 90% sure that that was script and direction. Like they wanted him, they got Eric Foreman. They wanted him to be, uh, even though he just come off doing a really good um, indie romantic comedy with Dennis Quay called in good company that uh, I was kind of hoping would get him more roles. It did. It got him this one. And uh, And... this kind of hurt his career a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's, Let's break down the beats of this movie. Um, Sandman happens. Uh, yes. There's the whole like opening act with Sandman. Then there's 
Peter uh, having a good day, just enjoying life in class in Dr. Connor's yeah, class. Things are looking up since Spider-Man 2, him and MJ are together. Like he's doing well in Dr. Connor's class, which honestly, I would have scrapped all all the Sandman stuff and let Dylan Baker finally be the lizard. Because he's in all three of these movies. And and never gets to be the lizard. What should have honestly should have happened. That would have been really good. Um uh meanwhile, we're also introduced. Is he in all three or is he just in the second one? I think he's in the well I think he's in all three. I think he's in all three. I remember him being in all three, but I don't know why, because Peter was only in high school in the first one. Uh, no, he's does in he, high school. Does he graduate? He's in high school for the first little bit of it. Okay. They're, they're all at Empire State U, because remember him and uh, Harry had that apartment where they celebrate Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. Um, Because all of them look like they're 25, and they look 25. Like, even watching that, I'm like, no. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So a, a bunch of stuff happens. Um, uh, Peter's going to propose to Mary Jane. Uh, Gwen Stacy is suddenly in the picture, um, who is played by Bryce Dallas Howard, which I had completely forgotten that she was in this movie. Um, uh, Eddie, honestly, love her as a choice for Gwen Stacy. They, they had her look comic accurate. Um, it's just they write that compare that character. They, they, she should have been there. Yeah. Um he, uh uh Eddie Brock is on the scene now and he's trying to compete with Peter for jobs except Eddie Brock is a complete dirtbag. Um he is a liar like he's there's a moment early on when uh uh is it the first Sandman? No, it's the crane. The the random crane that is falling over that is unrelated to anything else happening in the movie. <laughs> where we get uh, Peter saving Gwen Stacy and apparently uh, according uh, uh, Eddie is shooting the, the shooting it for the daily bugle and talks to George Stacy played by um, James Cromwell, Oscar winner, James Cromwell uh, yep. star star Trek first contact. Well, star Trek actor, James Cromwell. He's been in a bunch of different star Trek uh, stuff across uh, TNG and deep space nine. Um, maybe some Voyager too. I don't know. Um, Wow. Um, listen to me like wanting to talk more about James Cromwell's Star Trek roles in this movie. Um, and he's like, I'm uh, oh, and I'm dating your daughter. Uh, no, you're not. Yeah, apparently had coffee once uh, because yeah, he's I, I love I love that review. <laughs> it's just like he he's like the thing. The thing I like, I like I, I don't mind Topher's performance because he's clearly having a good time with it. Um, the problem, though, is, again, just the script. It's like we're never given anything more than just the surface level interpretation of of anything. Um, mm -hmm. the, the and 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 all of a sudden, while Peter and MJ are on a date in the park, a meteor crashes that they don't even notice. They don't go investigate. <laughs> they don't do anything. And the symbiote follows them home and hides out in Peter's apartment for like two months. I don't know how long it hides out in Peter's apartment, but it, it's. <sighs> also, this, the set design in this version of New York, the, the apartments are so weird. Um, both uh, Flint Marco's apartment and Peter's like, I feel like I'm watching like the Dick Tracy adaptation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's almost cartoonishly New York. 
in a weird way. Yeah, and like Peter doesn't even have a phone in his apartment. He has to use the payphone that's in the hallway outside he also his apartment. Have a bathroom, which I was like, this this should be illegal. <laughs> this is not a dorm. <laughs> I mean, there are some apartments that have like hallway bathrooms. That's a that thing. Awful. It does. Is it really? Yeah, it's a thing. I think it's more in Asia that that happens, but I've I've seen I, it. I just assumed that was at Marsh at Wofford, and that was hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it definitely, definitely, definitely is not ideal. Um, God, it's an this movie is two hours long, and it is an hour before the symbiote finally attaches itself to Peter. Peter has spent this entire movie being a complete jerk. Mary Jane has been cast in her first Broadway show, which she, she apparently sucks in and they fire her. Um, that well, and she, that's the weird thing. So she was in a Broadway show or she was at least in a, maybe it's off Broadway, uh, production of importance of being earnest in the second one. I only know that cause I just watched it. Um, cause that, cause the whole thing is like, Peter keeps missing going to the show and Bruce Campbell keeps him out, you know? Um, so, I think this was like her first like big starring role. Like she's the marquee star, and then she, the reviews just trash her. Yeah, which they should have. Here's my problem with that sequence: is they should have should have had her being noticeably bad in her performance because like watching it, I was like, yeah, she's fine. I wonder why Kirsten Dunst wasn't singing. Uh, that's what I wondered. Um, I, I I'm kidding. I'm, I've I'm, watched I'm, movies, so I I don't wonder that at all. I'm picking. I'm um, picking. I'm picking. Um, but yeah that that that's that's one of those things where i'm like because pete's not protecting her feelings he generally thinks she was being great and the movie doesn't give us a reason to think that she wasn't we're just told the reviews trashed her and they replaced her the next show which i that that's whatever i'm sure i'm guess that happens uh, yeah um, it, I, I i i don't think contract contractually that would happen but i don't know i'm not in that yeah. industry oh meanwhile yeah harry hates peter uh nosy spider-man or nosy spider-man Spider and he's trying to kill him and as part of that he gets super convenient memory loss which is great um yeah and after he gets the memory loss James Franco plays this role so weird, and I don't remember if he played it that weird in the first two movies. Uh, uh, he doesn't, but like, it's also like he's being asked to play this weird role. Like, like I feel like everyone always kind uh, of dumps I guess, on the actors, but like, this is a weird script. It's a weird, I guess my dad died, right? Yeah, he did. <laughs> but he loved I mean, you how else do you deliver that line yeah you know, like that's like, the thing is like they're the, everyone's being asked he literally uh, he's off response he literally he literally says oh my dad died right like that's such a and, bad and peter's smiling one yeah he did <laughs> it's a it's a weird it's sequence such a uh, weird this is also responsible for the uh the classic uh james franco winking gif um oh when yeah. he uh turns to peter at from across the street and winks before uh so that he knows that like evil evil harry's back <laughs> uh so meanwhile we finally get the we finally get the suit on um oh yeah meanwhile while meanwhile peter being just a wonderful human being uh at a parade in his honor does the upside down kiss with gwen stacy in front of his girlfriend who has just been fired from a Broadway show and doesn't understand why she's upset. 
what an idiot and it, like if he if he had had the symbiote like, on him i could have i could have maybe understood it i could have no, maybe he just understood sucks. It. peter no, sucks he just in these movies sucks. he's not uh, 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 he's not a friendly uh, neighborhood nothing um so let's talk about the symbiote in this film and the black suit um cuz that's what we're really here to talk about is is the symbiote suit, the black suit saga, and how that eventually becomes Venom. So this suit doesn't seem to have noticeable powers. Like it makes, he says it makes him feel stronger. We see him jumping around a little bit more. Right. But and because he generates his own webs, we don't like, we don't see, we don't see that any, any difference there. Uh, um, it does not seem to have the capability to transform into other clothing. Um, it, it transforms his hair. That's about all it does. And certainly his style, because he just wears black. Um, I, I also I have to say, I don't love that it's just a black version of the, the traditional so Raimi suit. I have always had my complaint about this suit. Yeah, I've always disliked that the webbing was also black. If it had been white, I would have been uh, a little bit better. But I really disliked that they didn't bother making the black suit. And was the um, webbing black when he I know the webbing was black when it was Venom. Was the webbing black when he was using it? I didn't nope. pay close enough attention. I don't think so. Um, And. Like even the eyes are black, I think. They're like they're like a dark gray. The eyes don't change that much. That's the that's the thing. The eyes were already gray. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think they're a darker shade here. Or maybe they just fit in. Um, you might be right there. But it The spider is in a slightly I don't different know why they didn't at least put white on the suit if they weren't going to adapt the actual costume. Um but it it does really really bother me. Um, I I do like the fact that we get this sequence of him waking up and he's outside and in the black costume, like in the in the uh, animated show. And I think doesn't that happen in the comic as well? Uh yeah. Well, I think so because we know that it takes it takes over him outside or and and he and we see it you know um we we see him you know being taken over and flipping or flipping around and, and all of that um yeah but i i know there's there, there's a sequence in almost every version where um like he wakes up and he's upside down in this new costume which is a cool moment. That's a, it's always a cool moment. It's a good, it's a solid moment. I'm like, oh, that, that's cool. Cause he's like, oh, what is this? Cause every now and then this, this franchise and it, it, it's the entire franchise chooses to have Peter narrate things for whatever reason. Um, and yeah, he talks about feeling more powerful. They do show that like his jumps seem to be a little bit higher. Um, he flexes Which, again, and his muscles a little bit all three bigger movies in succession. So like it, it was a noticeable, like if you watch all three movies, like, okay, he is showing that he's a little bit more powerful. He's even though we don't really see the symbiote suit do a whole lot of powerful stuff because 
he aggroes out on Sandman. Well, we don't really get to see his strength much there. He's fighting sand. Um, and then proceeds to uh, attempt to murder Sandman. And, and be pretty happy about knew, it. did. Yeah, and and then he realizes something like and then he realizes something and then he takes the suit off and hides it in a closet because he realizes that he's gone too far. Something happens. I don't even remember what happens, why he does that. Um, And I watched this movie today, so. <sighs> well, and it's it's weird. I mean. Like, we don't get enough moments of clarity for Peter, like he 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 goes from being just a full on dick bag for. 30 minutes like he pit he he finds out that harry got the staff job by using a fake photo of spider-man he proves that it's not like assaults him in the workplace well this is um, when he this is when he puts the black suit back on right but like we don't get any moments of peter being peter to differentiate it really um and the, and the, and and the problem is Peter sucks, so I really couldn't tell. Yeah, so like, he takes. The, I mean, he, the only difference is that he's not he's not like uh, showboating another girl in front of Mary Jane and then uh, punching her. Yeah, he well he so he he does something happens. He takes the suit off. Harry enters the picture, having gotten his memories back after everybody was cool for a little bit, and forces Mary Jane to break up with him. To which point. Peter loses the staff job, loses Mary Jane, gets super mad and then goes and puts the suit back on. And. And and then he's he's attacked by why, why does he go to the church? Well, I don't even remember what's happening. They, is he just they, he's just moping. He's just they, moping around in the suit and just happens to be there. Oh, and he happened to tell Eddie Brock that if you that he should find religion, which is why Eddie Brock is also at the church. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah because this is i think this is after he hits mary jane you're right it is after he hits mary jane yeah and then he, he starts moping yeah peter parker hits mary jane in this movie what a <sighs> like peter parker fully sucks and especially since like I, mary jane knows he's spider-man but doesn't know any of this stuff going on so for all she knows he is just being insane and frankly mary jane should get away from him um like even from the last one like Something's wrong with Peter. Uh, like he he is a quote unquote nice guy, full on. And this movie is one of those things where like it doesn't realize how problematic that characterization is. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so he accidentally rings the bell, and the suit comes off of him. And then Eddie Brock looks up and sees Peter, and it's like Parker. So it's not like the suit even. Uh, Which how. He must have eagle eye vision. Well, he's a photographer, Miles. Of course he does. I guess he has zoom lens contacts, too, because we get a shot of that thing. It's high up and you can't see nothing. Yet somehow he's in the right angle and just kind of squints. Go, Parker. So, yeah. Uh, so Pete becomes Pete again. The symbiote atta attaches itself to Eddie, who he doesn't even name check himself as Venom in this movie, does he? I don't remember, to be perfectly honest. I don't think he name checks as Venom. Uh, he also I, never. I, I, I no, actually, I think he does once. I think he, I think he says it once. Uh, there is no iconic "We are Venom." There's no like you know plurality thing going on. Um, 
it's just him uh the suit the the mask pops off his face almost every shot he's in to save on cg effects and it's just topher grace with bad teeth um yeah which apparently uh bruised his gums i can't believe he had to wear he had to wear those uh those fangs for several hours um and had to keep him in because of all the press likes on his face and he said he said they ended up bruising his gums (sighs) yeah he suffered for his art unfortunately (laughs) he suffered for trash suffered for something um meanwhile uh so he and sandman team up to capture mary jane who has no idea any of this is going on no mary jane is just living the most psychotic week of her life and and there's this whole big there's this whole big fight at the end and the you know the fight's not bad it's kind of cool um yeah i mean it's 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 fine like Harry, Harry and, and Pete reconcile because all of a sudden Harry's Alfred says, oh, by the way, by the way, the thing um, that your friend has been saying about uh, him, about Spider-Man not, not killing your dad, that was true. For two years, because this takes place a year <laughs> after Spider-Man 2. Oh, Lord. And the fight, the fight's neat. The the Venom, the Venom version is OK. Uh, he's got little claws in addition to 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 teeth and it doesn't look yeah and, and they, they kind of stick with the comic version where he's a little bulky but like he's still mostly just kind of like regular well because i mean like the, i mean the only reason venom was bulkier at the time was because eddie brock was bulkier than peter but this eddie brock is right, but not I mean, even subsequent versions of venom like he be, he's he's much bigger than eddie yeah um and they have a knockdown drag out fight uh through which mary jane is saved uh harry helps out um and gets killed Killed in the process um and i wish they'd given him a cooler like one harry doesn't care he's not he's not in his mask or nothing um because he was wearing some kind of like little like like surfboarder like mask at one point and um because like his glider basically looks like an alpine surfboard like it he's doing surfer snow, moves snowboard i'm sorry yeah he's doing snow yes it is a snowboard he's doing snowboard moves and he's like <sighs> i love the thing is in another movie this stuff works like if it i bet i would love to read like Raimi's initial like pitch or or if they even had a script before the venom stuff because like i can see this stuff doing well like if it was vulture and sandman I could see this stuff being decent. Um, and I mean, look, you know, Franco is certainly who he is, but like on screen in this movie, he's got he's he's got charisma. Like he's he can carry this character no matter how bonkers he's written. And so yeah, the spectacle part is is fine, I guess, but like everything to get us there is it's a slog is the best way I can put it. It's because it, I don't know how to, how to convey in a way that like someone who hasn't seen Spider-Man three or hasn't seen it recently. Like if I just tell you it's bad or, Oh, this is the worst movie ever. Like it's going to like inspire. Oh, I want to check out, see if it's as bad as I've heard. And I don't want to encourage anyone to do this. I want this movie to be forgotten because yeah, I don't ever want to watch it again. Uh, how about this part that I forgot miles? I did actually like the, 
reveal uh, like I, I liked how they were fighting in a construction site and a bunch of of steel pipes fell on each other and that is what caused peter to realize that the sound is what you know hurts the symbiote i liked that i then liked that he makes a little cage using his spider powers of a bunch of pipes around it it's fun and then he keeps hitting the pipes and then and then he he uses he webs uh uh eddie and pulls him out of the symbiote and then eddie is not happy because he loves the symbiote now because symbiote gave him power gave him something and Peter uses a goblin bomb to throw it at the symbiote to which Eddie's like, no, what are you doing? And dives in and like, you see his bones evaporate. (laughs) Eddie Brock is dead. (laughs) Which, so, um, I remember initially thinking that was insane because I hadn't rewatched the first one. Um, yeah, goblin vaporizes dudes to bone in the first one. And I forgot that entirely. And somehow James Franco um, just gets a little, uh, oh, well, he, uh, a lot of facial. Uh, yeah, so he gets that. I'll tell you one thing that, and this is true for every single Spider-Man movie, um, the, the standout of this thing is J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. He yeah. is pitch perfect. He's fantastic. And I'm going to give Old Ash as the French uh, restaurateur uh, another, like, a uh, 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 little... Uh, you know, it was a nice moment. I forgot mm-hmm. Elizabeth. I forgot Elizabeth Banks was in these movies. She's in all three of these. Yeah, I completely I, forgot. I completely forgot. And um, and she's fun. Is this the one where he has the blood pressure medication? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, that gag was great. That one worked so well. Um, Everything with J.K. Simmons. And I mean, there's a reason they brought him back because he is so good. And he's only gotten better as an actor, too. Like, you know, he's gotten I don't know. Does J.K. Simmons have an Oscar? I think he's been nominated. I don't know if he has one. He was at least nominated for Whiplash. I don't know if he won or not. Um, he certainly deserves one. And like J.K. Simmons is the kind of actor who like picks projects because he thinks they're awesome. Like he was in um, uh, this movie called Glorious, which is an independent uh, horror comedy and just delivered an awesome. Uh, he did win for Whiplash for Best Supporting Actor. Cool, cool. But yeah, I mean, he's Omni Man and Invincible right now. He's uh, he's uh, the the freaking yellow M M&M. and M. J.K. Simmons has it's been the yellow. He's the yellow. <laughs> he has been the yellow M M&M and M since nineteen ninety six. Like, and I like, I mean, and until like someone told me that, I never clocked him I mean, as. Yeah, um, he he's he's just uh he's a phenomenal actor, and I I love that he loves doing random things like he'll 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 voice a random person in ben 10 or episodes of batman brave and bold just because he wants to do it yeah he's like, he's he's these, a, these are roles that he has to do he's like oh i want to be in that show do you got anything for me he's cave johnson in portal 2 uh which is just a fantastic right. did you ever play and portal 2 i started it i haven't finished it Okay. Um, I think I think he's been like various animated versions of JJ. Um, I know he was an sure. Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, uh, he was yeah, he like was also all- he was also James Gordon in the uh, in in the Justice League movie. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I would have loved to have seen him actually get to be James Gordon, um, because I think he's a phenomenal actor, and I would love to see him do that. Um, 
Yeah, uh, huge, 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 huge uh, fan. And I mean, he delivers an iconic performance because he he does that thing where you take a comic book character. I mean, it's in the same way that Christopher Reeve was like the perfect Clark Kent, J. Jonas Jameson is the perfect, or sorry, J.K. Simmons is the perfect J. Jonas Jameson because he can just exude that that cartoonish nature but still delivered a grounded performance. And he does it just perfectly every single time it's 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 great to watch um so yeah this movie ends with uh, everything kind of reset um peter and and mj seem to reconcile at some point after harry's funeral um joe manchinolo as uh as flash thompson is just suddenly at the funeral it's the only scene he has in the movie and he doesn't have a single line he's just there at the funeral yeah and i don't even think he's in the second one he's in the first film um but it's so weird it's so weird to see him that young but because he popped up in a lot of stuff at that time i think he's in some episodes of um call me your mother as well he's in one he's one of the guys on the on the train when they're drunk at 3 a.m i think um yeah i think i think, I think so that's um it's 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 weird it's weird seeing see him there now so yeah um this movie it's hard to say nice things about it uh because it's not good and it's and fact, frankly it really bums bad. me out um because like you said at the top of the show like we kind of pride ourselves on on trying to give a, a nuanced or objective look on something and I mean, I feel less bad about it because this one is kind of uh, universally disliked. Uh, this movie made a ton of money, um, but like Batman and Robin, which did well but made less money than this, uh, they kind of understood people aren't super high on this. And when when Raimi pulled out, uh, God, I think this was in the can for, or in the works for like three years to do Spider-Man Four, and when Raimi finally pulled out, um they just they they can the whole thing and and start up on the amazing spider-man yeah amazing the amazing spider-man 2012 is when that one came out so i forgot jk simmons is dan the barber and pete and pete (laughs) i forgot about that too that's awesome oh man jk simmons rules we should make a jk simmons podcast just talk about everything jk simmons has ever done i I, i'm down i'll talk about jk simmons all day every day you're talking about JK? JK. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> that's a good tagline. I'll, I'll save that one for later. Uh, yeah. So let's let's shut the door on this one and uh, put it out to pasture. Um, Spider-Man 3. Uh, weird take on just about everything and weird take on the Black Suit Saga. Weird take on the, sim- on the symbiote. Weird take on I guess that's, we never we don't get any explanation of the symbiote either. It was just a rock that hit the ground and like Yeah. You know what's weird is in my memory um so there's a scene in Spider-Man 2 where um she's supposed to marry John Jameson and runs out. I had mixed the two movies as well as the animated show and for some reason I thought that the astronaut stuff was also in this movie that's why like I, I juxtaposed that origin from the animated series into this movie because I had. Was Mary seen it so Jane long. gonna marry John Jameson? Yeah, uh, I completely forgot about that. My yeah, lord! Yeah, p- p- played by an actor that I, I know you probably wouldn't, but he was um, uh, Elijah in the uh, Vampire Diaries and the originals, and it was really weird to see him so young. 
Um, but yeah, uh, in in Spider Man Two, like I said, the writing is weird in all these movies. She kind of brings up because Peter won't tell her that she loves her. Um, oh, I'm seeing someone, and then the next thing you know, like literally the next day, John Jameson asks her to marry her, and she says yes. <laughs> and well, it has they, been it, two years between the first movie and the second movie. Well, yes, but they're they're supposed to be best friends but like mary j kind of thinks that she knows pete spider-man i don't know we don't don't have to we don't have to talk about this now on on air we can we can hash this out after the fact because let's talk about what we're covering next week if you thought this was a weird and different take on the the venom story boy howdy is next week's going to be an even different take as we talk about 2018's venom the Sony Pictures original film Venom, uh, starring uh, uh, Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock, and a Venom that features no Spider-Man uh, to speak of. Uh, somehow that works uh, and was good enough to get a sequel. So I've never seen this one. I'm kind of interested to see it because I hear it's actually pretty good. But it's. It's very, very fun. I am. I'm I'm looking forward to you seeing it. Uh, I love that. Um, Tom Hardy clears to clean. Uh, clearly seems to have a blast uh, doing doing these movies. And I, I haven't seen it since theaters, so I, I'm, I'm excited to, to revisit it. Yeah, because uh, this one is going to be the most different take, obviously, because there's no Spider-Man to speak of in this, uh, which will be interesting to see so that is what we're talking about next week as we return to venom vember uh, in the meantime if you'd like to reach out to us you can find us at the more our website where you can find this and every other episode we've ever done going back more than a decade uh you can tweet to us at the more you nerd or blue sky at the more you nerd please blue sky us so that miles can get off of twitter uh, and you can, of course, email us themoreunerd at gmail.com. That's themoreunerd at gmail.com. So now we end the episode as we always do with a rousing nerd, nerd out. Too nerd for y'all.